these transition lenses? Oh, do you like Smashing Pumpkins? I thought you were going to go with the Smashing Pumpkin shirt. Uh, I've always had, yeah, translation lens, yeah. I guess maybe I've never seen you on the outside with those I'm lenses. always transitioning. It takes a long time. It does. It's not, it's not you know. It doesn't happen overnight. You can't just no. walk outside and suddenly be tra- tra- transitioned, <laughs> transformed. <laughs> it is more than meets the eye. Oh, Transformers. Uh, it's like double because I meets the eye. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. that's, that's a good one. Thank you. What a way to start. I owe you a dollar. <laughs> no, it's not that good. That's mm. not okay. That all right, good. Oh, all right, easy, easy. <laughs> Look yeah, at look this. At yeah, this is. I'm in love with this. Well, Light we all have fair. plans tonight, so I figured lightish, oh, eat what you want. Lightish. Look at this. It's a lot of food here. But, it's, but you don't have to eat that. it all. That's the whole thing. Well, all right. well, yeah. I mean, you could have just a crust of bread and a pickle and be done. But I want everything. Well, you can also have everything and be done. It's a cute cutting board. I very good. It. Very good looking cutting board. It is. Uh, Wayne made the cutting board, and I sizzled the logo into it. Wayne? Mm-hmm. Wilson? No. Oh. My father. Oh! Gordon. Gordon Wayne. Gordon Wayne. Oh. GW. GW. Mm-hmm. Okay. How lovely. The old G-dubs. G-dubs, yeah. Dig in, gentlemen. What do we have before us, RJ? Tell the people. Tell us. Charcuterie. Give us the, give us the rundown. I'm looking at three meats. Yes. One, two, and three. Yep. Uh, starting from your left, furthest away from you, closest to Jimmy, is Spanish chorizo. In the middle is a mild soprasat. And on the end is prosciutto. Prosciutto. Yeah. And then on the silver tray, mm-hmm. we have three cheeses to go with the three meats. We have a gouda. Did you say gouda? Gouda. <laughs> Remember our former dressing roommate who was from there who told me that I was pronouncing it wrong? Who? No. Oh, I, I mean, I remember Jeff, but I don't remember him yeah, saying Yeah, he was from Gouda. Amsterdam, and I, used to, I was calling a Gouda. He says, you mean Gouda? I'm like, okay, Gouda. Yes, you should, you should have to pronounce it as Gouda. Yeah. Is, he kind of talks like this. Yeah, he does talk like this because he's, cause he's, uh, he's Dutch. He's from, he's from Dutch. Amsterdam. Yeah, he's, 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 from a, he's a Dutch guy. He's a Dutch person. Now, is Gouda, Gouda a Dutch cheese? Yes. Okay. All Much right. like Edom. Which is a great name for a cheese. Well, all you want to do is eat them. Eat them. Yeah. Eat them up. Uh, that's a super sharp cabbage cheddar, and that is a cabbage cheddar. Cabbage cheddar. Yes. Ugh. Um, no, oh. is it actually called cabbage no, cheddar? No, cabot. C a b o t. C a b o t. Yeah. And that is a super creamy burrata with a little salt and pepper on top. Mm-hmm. And then we have some greens because I know how you like your greens, Johnny. Yeah. Um, we got three pickled greens in front of you. We have uh, dills from Katz's Deli. What's a dill with that? We have. I'm familiar uh, with those, yeah. Oh, look at how gooey and yeah. Inside. yeah, that's right. That's we right. have um, pepperoncinis, and we have uh, damn hot burn your asshole pickles. Yeah, let's make sure we know which one's which before uh, before we just dive into that. The round ones that look like um, chips are the damn hot burn your asshole are pickles. The hot ones. I don't mind the hot ones. These are damn hot. Just yeah. surprised me. I'll see. The last time. 
They got they got a kick to them. Mm-hmm. Starts out sweet, and here comes the kick. Much like you. Whoa. All right. It's not, I wouldn't call it a huge charcuterie. It's more like a baby charcuterie. Do 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 do. Baby shark do 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 baby. Uh, uh, oh boy, that one hurt my testicles a little. I bit. tried. No, it's good. That one hurt my testicles a little. I'm literally going to put at least one of everything on my tray. Tell me about this one again. Spanish chorizo? No, 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 no. This, this, this burrata? burrata. The burrata, this gooey burrata cheese. Um, people liken it to a very young, immature uh, mozzarella. It's more like a stracella. It's made with heavy cream. It's it's much. Which is what I thought because I went back to it. It's much tangier mm-hmm. than we also mozzarella. Get some pickle juice too, I think. Mm, yeah, it might be. That could be part of it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but but it's still it, it is a little more stringent. That. Yeah. Oh yes, some of it was pickle, but no, but it but it does have more of like a. You said it's made with heavy cream. It's got, it's got kind of a soured. Yeah. It's not as sour as sour cream. But right, it, but exactly. We've had burrata here before. We did. We've, we've eaten here because they made that joke, Hakuna Burrata. Mm-hmm. What was, a wonderful cheese. Which was awesome. <laughs> also a great, great joke. I'm glad that you made it again. Well, I didn't make it again. I was just referring to it again. I no, didn't make I, it again. I, 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 I say let the record show you tried to make it again. No! <laughs> it's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. Like. Oh, no. What else did, is there to say? It. I think we, we finished. Did we finish the pot? We did, <laughs> did we? What do we got to talk about? We've been here before. Where things come, come to a screeching halt? Yeah. And then what happens? I don't know. Eventually they just take off again. It's true. Things come up. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you what season it is. It's get in that pool season. Hmm? Oh, I thought you were going to say it was sweater weather. That's nah, sweater weather. Well, that's getting in the pool season. When it starts to become sweater weather at night, you got to start getting in that pool every day. Or, or, you don't don't tell me what to do, Johnny Miles. I'm, 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 I'm giving you advice. I'm not going to do that. Why not? It's good for you. No, it's not good for me. I have high blood pressure. It's not that cold. It's not like there's little ice chips floating. But you start now. You start now. You build up a tolerance. It's good for you. Yeah. I got the wife on the train. Oh, you did? Yeah, she's starting to get in that pool. Is she swearing a lot? Uh, I don't know. She's just uh, I haven't I haven't. It's been like three days, I guess, since she started. Because when I do that poor stuff, thing, the poor thing just came back from Hawaii, <laughs> so she's got a lot going on. Sure. No. Um, no, I know it. It's not I, the, the hardest part is just doing it. It's just making yourself get in there. But it, it's not good for everybody. It's actually it's actually unhealthy for people. Like me with high blood pressure. How cold? It doesn't matter how cold. It's like, do you do so? You okay? I guess. I guess more specifically, what's not good for me is the hot, cold jump back and forth. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. Do you have a hot tub? No. I I I do actually have a hot tub. It's connected to the pool, like overflow. You know. Yeah. But the heat the heater is busted right now. It needs work. So it. it, I, I a hot tub exists. It is the same temperature as the pool. I see. But I don't do the back and forth, back and forth. I hear I hear that's good for some people that don't have high blood pressure. Yeah. No, I just get in um 
Depends on how cold it is. Like, and right now it's just not that cold. It's still probably in the low 70s, you know what I mean? Which is brisk. Balmy. Yeah. It's not really cold. It gets down to the high 40s. Yeah. That's, the high that's, 40s. That's, that's, that's when you can really start feeling the difference. <laughs> what does it but, do? What, what, what are the effects? What are the well, benefits? All right. N- number one, it's good for your brain. Because it's a little thing every day that you... I see your face. <laughs> I know. I'm laughing at Jimmy's face. I know. Because your brain. it's something that you don't want to do. It's difficult, and you make yourself do it anyway. And that's good for you. It's good for people to do that. You do, it's not like, oh, I want to do something difficult. I've decided to write a book. You know what I mean? Speaking of books. Oh, don't even get me started. Don't even get me going on Moby Dick right now. <laughs> don't. I mean, I'm, uh, don't. All right. Back to the pool. We could talk about Moby Dick we'll if we really want to. I have to say about you and Moby Dick. But it's just a little, it's like a little victory. It's like a little hill that you climb every day. And it's not even necessarily that it gets easier and easier. It's just you, in your brain, you start going like, I know I don't want to do this. I know that I can do this. I'm just going to make myself do it. It's good for me. That's good for you. It's a little, it's a little thing that you conquer every day, Right. I think there are endorphins that are released and, you know, and calming yourself in a moment of like seeming crisis is good for you to teach yourself of like, okay, I'm going to get in. It's going to suck. I'm going to want to jump out, but I'm going to make myself just kind of breathe and I'm just going to relax into it and I'm going to be uncomfortable when I'm not dying, even though I feel like I'm going to die when it's super cold. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's good. All of that's good for you. Plus, the, the, I mean, if your muscles are sore... Or if your legs are sore, if you're working out or whatever, I mean, you know, cold can reduce inflammation, all, you know, all of that good stuff. But for me, it's not even so much the, the, the physical aspect of it, is that the mental aspect of it is like, you go, I've got this thing, I never want to do it, I'm still going to do it every day, and, I'm, and I just do it. And then once a streak is going, then you start playing a little game with yourself of like, okay, I've done it 27, and a, you know, 27 days in a row. It's day 28. I really don't want to get in the pool. It's raining outside a little bit. It's a little bit windy. But I don't want to end my streak, so now I'm going to do it anyway. I'm just going to get get in that pool. It's good for you, I'm telling you. I recommend it to everybody, even those with high blood pressure. Although, uh, uh, not spoiler, what do you call it? Um, when you have to qu- quantify something that you're saying. Full disclosure? Or something? Uh, no. yeah, uh, um. Nah, not full disclosure, like a caveat. Uh, no, no. When you uh, words are hard sometimes on a podcast. <laughs> no, when when you're like not a warning, not a um, disclaimer, disclaimer. Thank you. I was gonna say when the commercials, when they have those stupid yeah. commercials where somebody's you know driving 175 miles an hour and it goes closed course, do not try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> that all comes from the. Uh, Hey Pepsi, where's my jet? Dude, dude where's yeah. that jet? That, that's exactly where it comes from. Yeah, my jet. Yeah, yeah. Pepsi. You watched that, right? I did. I did yeah. too. I just finally I did finished too. it. So yeah. good. Um, but anyway, disclaimer. Yes. I'm, yeah, I'm telling everybody to get in the pool. But disclaimer: if you think that maybe it might be a problem for you, or I don't know, you have a pacemaker. physician. Co- You're not yes, a doctor. Sure. I'm not. I'm not a doctor. We have a medical expert. We could call we our do. medical expert and ask her if it's good for if, if it's good for everybody. Here we go. It's happening. La, la, la. It's been a while. People commented, by the way. I've had a couple bozos in person that said, "Like, oh, the your little, 
your little best of, your little sum of episode. You had you had Molo came back. Mm-hmm. Let's see if she's around. Unbelievable. She knows what day it is. Taking a day off. Who does she think she is? She knows what day and time it is. She knows she must be available for our medical questions. All right. Well, forget it. She's even turned off her voicemail. I have a second. But you're going to do it again? No. No, if she didn't answer that, don't worry about it. No, no, no. It's not that. We got somebody else? Oh, is it the... Mm-hmm. Oh. Now they're going to think it's an emergency. Right. It is. <laughs> oh, it'd be great if we got the other one. Yeah. I, I don't know who has the phone this weekend. They never answer the phone, by the way. No? You just leave a, a voicemail? Yeah. yeah. I don't want to leave a voicemail. That's not inappropriate. No, 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 no. This is going to be trouble. I'm glad it's coming from your phone and not mine. I do agree that... Forcing yourself to do something you don't want to do, but that's good for you, is the way to go. I mean, obviously, it's the way to go. You got to force yourself. Your concern is to whether, because of your high blood pressure, whether or not getting in the cold pool is good for you. Yeah, I'm not convinced that it's great for you. I'm not convinced that it's good for you physically. Uh huh. You're talking about. I know you're talking about like. Like mentally getting yourself to do something that you don't want to do, but I don't think the rewards are great enough to go through the to go through the process. Because I'm going through something, I do, and and I'm failing a little bit. I have been failing a little bit. Working out, I don't want to work out. Okay, but I've been forcing myself over the course of several months, and I've been really good about it. And then we go on vacation, and I don't. And then we come back, and I'm like, oh, I got to go back. Well, I'll skip this day. And then skipping this day turns into skipping these days. And then to the point where I'm like only doing the weight, uh, the, the lifting and the weight training and skipping, hardcore skipping cardio. Like You don't like that bike. I don't like the bike. I don't like the treadmill. I don't like an elliptical. I don't like the rowing machine. I don't like any of it. It's mm-hmm. boring and it's hard and it hurts. It doesn't hurt, but it's like, you know, it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Even working out with weight training is, it's, it, it, that, I, that I feel good that, and I could feel the progress. And I know that like cardio is good for your heart. It's good for whatever you're doing and the, and the effects come. Later on, you know, or whatever, it doesn't come immediately because what immediately happens is me feeling like shit and exhausted and like, (laughs) God, this sucks. (laughs) But forcing yourself to do that, I get it. Mm -hmm. And because you understand the physical benefits of what cardiovascular activity is for you or what, you know, what. Uh, high resistance weight training or whatever you yeah. understand them. Yeah, and I feel I, it. And I feel it immediately. I mean, I would say like, let's look it up and, and we can figure it out. But yeah, an, anything you look up, anything you Google, no, you're gonna you're gonna find. You, you know, you will always Google yourself right if you Google yourself long and enough. You are forcing yourself to get through Moby Dick. Yes, yes, I am. 
and you're not having a good time with it. No, but it's good for me. Is it? Yes. How? A, it's good for me because it's a classic that I've never read. And so I'm forcing myself to read because I, it, it's, it's in the zeitgeist of our society. Moby Dick. It the was. The big white whale. Or, yeah, whatever it was. But, you know. And it's good for you to, to expand and to... Yes. So, yeah. I'm not enjoying reading Moby Dick. <laughs> I'm well over halfway through the book, and they haven't even seen the whale. I mean, they've killed a couple, and I've learned all about how you skin a whale, and all about what, a, what the inside of a whale is like, and all about what the tail is, and all about the Nantucketers, and all about stubs, and all about, you know... Quag and all, I, I, you know, I get it. So once you're done, once 600 and whatever page has been closed, mm-hmm. where are you at, Johnny Miles? I did it. I'm over with. Moving on. <laughs> I mean, I don't need to. I don't, I don't have the need to have a big discussion. I was going to say, Moby does it carry? Dick? Does it carry you over into your, you know, in, into your life going forward? Uh, uh the idea that I go for. 48 and a half years, I was too much of a moron to actually read things that I should have read. I, I mean, I don't even remember if it was assigned. But I, for, let me just say this. I cannot imagine being 15 and a half years old and being forced and to read through that. Moby frigging dick. Yeah. I can't. I'm slogging through it now. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I slogged through it in high school. I'm, I, I, I remember. If I did, I read... 18 and a half pages and lied about reading the whole thing, I'm sure. But I don't even remember if it was one of my assigned like reading books. Like when Moby books. Dick shows up at the front door, he's like, <laughs> Land shark. shark. Yeah, love Fla- that part. Flowers. Candy Graham. Oh, that's a good chunk. But, I, no, I, I'm not enjoying the book. There are, there are parts of the book that I do enjoy, like here and there. But the language of it, I get it's very languid. It's very rich and all the, you know, supposed metaphors and everything that I'm supposed to be getting from it and everything. I, I think it would be interesting to maybe after the fact read a little bit of analysis of about kind of what this represents and yes. what that represents or whatever. But honestly, I, I probably won't. I, I'm, just, I'm just not into it. It's just not my cup of tea. But I did set out to make a list this year of a handful of, you know, classics that people always talk about and people always have you know everybody supposedly has read that i haven't read and so this was you know one of them that i that i set out to do but no i'm not it's not i'm not enjoying it but it is good for me but it's also good for you to maybe read a book more recently written that's that has you know uh um maybe some modern context that is like closer to what you like far more interesting topic and like could be a a classic in the future or something but like a, a more modern thing that's like engaging and like holy shit blows your mind makes you learn something donald trump's the art of the deal art of the deal dude I, I, no i mean i ha- why I not go for something a little, a little bit more towards your like, and, and that's really culturally significant. I have, I've, uh, for example, I, well, I don't know about being a classic in the future. No offense, but I went through a phase where I read almost all of Malcolm Gladwell's books because I had never read right. any of them. I read Blink yeah. and I read yeah. uh, The Tipping Point. With the Butler and, saw, yeah. With the Butler saw, with uh, the dog. The most recent one is. Is most recent? No, have, the most recent one that just came out, like not too long ago, it's maybe last year or something. No, it's something like something the dog did. It's what the dog did or something. At any rate, I read Blink like 182 times. 
fucking uh, um what's my favorite <laughs> oh that's funny <laughs> got it my favorite is outliers yeah that's outliers a, i've read that one too one. i actually think maybe blink was my favorite yeah. one but at any rate i i read a bunch of those i do enjoy those i'm i am a little more of a non-fiction as opposed to fiction i think i'm drawn to that a little more I've read a couple books about, yeah, I read The Idiot's Guide to Philosophy, which again was kind of a slog, but it was a nice, interesting overview of kind of some philosophy and where it comes from or whatever. What the, dog, yes. what the dog saw. Sorry. What the dog saw. Yeah. Right. You're right. Uh, but no, but I, but I made a conscious choice of like, I've read a, a bunch of other things. Now I'm going to read two or three classics that I've never read that I probably should, you know. But, what's, what's next? Uh, well, Catch twenty two is yeah. is in the Kipper. It's on hold. Yeah, um, I've I've read a couple Kurt Vonnegut books, but I'm uh, I'm thinking about reading Breakfast of Champions. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember what else I wrote down there. It's in the field notes. I got a list of like four. Or five I want to bring up something that was written that I didn't read, but I watched last night. Mm. That was enchanting. Do tell. Wes Anderson has a new 40-minute short on Netflix called The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar. Oh. And it's a rolled doll short story that he wrote in 1976. Holy cow. Oh. And it is fantastic. Is it animated? No. It's got Ben Kingsley. It's got Ray Fiennes. It's got got Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch. It's got the uh, David Anuhia, the... Presenter from Steve Aoki? Yeah, Steve Aoki. No, not Steve Aoki. (laughs) (laughs) It is very Wes Anderson. It is beautiful. Almost every single set is a practical moving set. I love it. Which I love about Wes Anderson films. Uh 41 minutes, well worth the watch. Just beautiful. Now, I I, I liked it so much, I want to actually go back and read the story because of how they told it. Hmm. They told it, each person read it as if it were a them speaking, but also doing asides to the audience going, I I then said mm-hmm. type of stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. So wait, so it's not just acted in dialogue; it's people reading it. It's like overdubbed or no, what? It's it, there. There are over. There are some overdubs, but most of the time they are describing exactly what's happening to them as it's happening to them. It's like what is that? It's a theatrical. We we had this in in theater school and in, in college. It's like oral interpretation. Yes. It's like taking a book. And presenting it like almost like a one man show, but mm-hmm. like narrators narrate and then they turn into characters, right. they become characters, and then they insert themselves into the scene and like then our it, town. and then then they withdraw like like our town. Yeah. Very similar. Um, oh, they, okay. There are quick changes in it that are amazing. There are slow changes in it that happen right. That that's fun. I mean, it's just it's it's Wes Anderson beauty. Okay, beauty. I'll give that a go. Yeah, me too. I felt it was too long for my junk, but I just wanted to put it out there that you guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it makes sense. Yeah, I in the dressing room, I am doing something that is not <laughs> great for anybody's brain. I don't know. Your hand-eye coordination is getting much better. But I'll tell you what, it makes work fly by. I am slogging through Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom on the Switch. <laughs> and fellas, you've seen me. Yeah. For how how long now? I maybe I'm halfway through. Wow. I did say to Jimmy the other day, aren't you almost done with that game? You've been playing it forever and he's like, I'm not even halfway done with this oh, game. Oh jeez. It's so true. So this is your white whale. <laughs> it's kind of my white whale actually, yeah. What's yeah. that mean? <laughs> 
What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> See? Mm-mm. I have no idea. Uh, my best friend Adam called me yesterday and said, it called to tell me that he has a book for Johnny mm. that Johnny would like because the foreword starts on page one, and by the time you get to the first chapter, you're on page 23. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, from what I understand, um, uh, Harrison Greenbaum's book uh, uh, takes the piss at this sort of thing. Like yeah. he has an intro and a forward, and like he, I think he got, like, I think he leans into this sort of thing. He has an intro, a forward, a prelude, a prelude, <laughs> and uh, uh, a, di- a disclaimer, an apology, a retraction to the apology, like things like this. <laughs> and Fine. so, yeah, like I think it, like the book starts like page fifty something. And then, in, isn't today or tomorrow Piff's big uh, book reveal, book launch? Uh, I thought he already revealed. No, he revealed, but he's launching the actual physical oh, okay. product. Great. Uh, it might be today, but for some reason, like I thought it was maybe October first. Mm, I don't maybe. know. No. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's unknowable. No, it's not unknowable. We can figure it out. But anyway, yeah, no, two 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 magician comedian friends releasing books. Yeah. Speaking of writing a book, I bet it was really difficult writing a book, but it's good for them. Just like getting in that pool, but but at the end of it, you get money, accolades. Maybe maybe you get money. Maybe you get money, but like those two guys definitely did it for the money. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna like come out of this and and like be able to brag to strangers that you. Did a cold dip the other day. What well, if, though? What if like, physically, though? It is, it is a small club that you feel like you're a part of. But I see. But uh, my response to that would be that's not why I do it in the first place. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. is no end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. But the there, end is when you can no longer climb down the steps of the pool to get into it. That's true, right? There is something to be said about him constantly doing the, the cold plunge because we are all, I'm older than you guys, but we're all primarily in the same age bracket, right? You're 48. You just you're 51. I'm 54. I'm 49. You're 49. Almost 50. Okay. Look at how taut his skin is. Oh. You know that could be a direct effect of the cold water plunge. <laughs> I've seen this man naked. There is not an ounce of flab on this man. Well, that's that's true. His no, no. scrot is like perfectly yep. balanced. No, it's I not it. mine. Yep. Mine sways in the wind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know the angry so hornet's nest. It? Yeah, it's seasoned well. <laughs> A little salty. A little salty. T- taste a bit of chlorine. Yeah. <laughs> it's chlorine forward. <laughs> uh-huh. No, that's true. Yeah, I, and yeah, I, I I, kind of lost caring about how taut or not taut my skin is. It certainly isn't. I've had to readjust to tautness. Mine was taut for a different reason. Now it's not taut. <laughs> not taut. Yeah, not I just taut. want to be hot and taut. <laughs> What makes the hot and tot so hot? What puts the ape in apricot? What do they got that I ain't got? Courage. Good. Good. I wasn't with that at all. Yeah. What is that? Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah. Wizard of Oz, of course. Your, your courage. Courage. Yeah. I recognize. <laughs> you could say that again. <laughs> huh? So good. If we did Wizard of Oz, you would definitely be the lion. <gasps> He would be the lion. You think he would be the lion? If I were king of the forest. No, no, no. Scarecrow, Tin Man. Uh, yeah. For sure. No, I, right. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. For the podcast, I pointed at myself for Scarecrow. I pointed at Johnny for Tin Man. Yeah, think- and and Homeboy over here is, is the lion. Yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. 
Tears of the Kingdom. Great, great game. And it's you know what I realized about myself too is that I'm a guy who needs boom, boom, boom. to close <laughs> loops. Tears of the kingdom. Closed loops. What do you mean? I and like the 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 wife and I were having an issue about this as well. Just like I don't understand. Like she doesn't understand how I don't understand things, and like I don't understand how she doesn't understand things. It's like, oh wait a minute, this is why. Like she's one of those people who like like ideas are like she is a font of ideas a fire hose nonstop she's fertile with the ideas she's fertile with the ideas she's got a, a gajillion of them but her problem is that she doesn't like she can't know where to start and like organize it and like i am like I, i'm a i'm a guy so like uh, uh, like I, I need like a checklist and i cannot abide by unchecked things on a list i need to like finish it it's like so i so that's that's how i get things done like i i i just can't have them just kind of random around i need them in a in an organized manner and then i obsess about finishing that task great check it off the list dopamine boost once that check is hit uh-huh. you know and so like i think that's why we may work well together and getting things done although we need to understand that the other person is different and doesn't operate that way right. and we need to respect that i'm doing, doing the same thing with my business partner and the magic mm, shop mm-hmm. you know but it's it, it, it but but consider it a a blessing yeah because it's because you're 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 covering bases right well the, the, they're the idea person mm-hmm. my job is to take the most furtive ideas and implement them, and then make the te- make the checklist to get those ideas implemented. But that's interesting because you're an idea person too. I you're am a big but, idea, but I'm person. also I'm kind of a, a split personality mm. when it comes to that because I'm also a taskmaster, task oriented, check off the list type of thing. If we're going to do something, this is how we do it. These are the steps we take to do it. This is what we get done. Mm-hmm. So, and that's also why I like working alone. Yeah, because I'm not dealing with anybody else's lists, anybody else's work. It's my work. It's I know exactly what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I for the first time, and I can't tell you how long I had a. Um, working on some artwork for the seance show that we're doing at the magic shop, and it just wasn't. I, I it was stupid and pedantic, and I, I had no creativity. Creativity when it came to it. Yeah, I was looking. At, I was like, I liked my concept, but originally, but now it's not going there. And I sent a, the image that I made to him, and I went. Here you go. And he goes, I love it. And I said, do you really? Because I'm out on it. I don't think it hits the mark. Hmm. And it opened up a discussion. He's like, well, yeah, you know, you're right. It is kind of kind of arty, but not in a good way. And I'm like, yeah. It's it. And it was because we were able to open up the dialogue that I was able to step back and look at the different options that I had to me. And then I was able to make a new checklist of like, okay, I want to try this with this and try this with this and right. let's look at this and let's take it out of this and put it into this. And it make it's, it brought my creativity back to a level that I'm happy with at that point, which is why we need those people in our lives. We do need people in those lives. And like you got to both got to recognize is to stay in your lane. Yeah. It, it, it's like I, I, and I have a problem with this big time. And I think the wife does as well of like, 
trying to do everything, you yeah. know, trying to like be both sides of the brain when it's like, no, you're this side, that person's that side, stick to that lane and you'll get shit done. Right. Once you bleed over and micromanage either side of those things is where it gets muddy, it gets watered down yeah. and then it, it, it doesn't get as good. So like recognize who you are and what your strengths are and play towards that and, uh, you know, embrace it. You know, em- embrace what you are rather than fight against it. Like, I have often thought of myself as not a creative person. I'm a taskmaster. I, like like I, like our jobs that we have now, it's not incredibly creative because we have to do the same thing every night, more or less. Because we're on a time code. We're on a time code, but also, like, we're also on a, in a, in a, in a entertainment company right. that is... This show is not built to be completely different every night, right. like other shows. Our show is not that, and so as and so as a performer, I fit that well because I'm a taskmaster. I close that loop every night, and I still within that I try to make it uh, uh, believable, engaging, funny, all that stuff. But I have to be okay with not creating every night, and people like Wayne Wilson, I've said before, like Anais Tomasian, like I said. They are not like that. They need to keep creating something new. Once it's done, it's finished, and it's like gone. Yeah. Now it's on to something new. And I've got to like be okay. And I, I've told myself I've got to be okay with that. I've got to like not bemoan the fact that I'm not Wayne Wilson, that I'm not, I've got to be okay with, I'm good at what I do. Yeah. And I yeah. and I and I do it every night and I get paid well for it and I make people laugh every night. That's paramount to me. And so like I'm trying to shed this sort of like imp- not imposter syndrome but like I feel like I'm missing out. I feel like I should be creating. I should be writing more. I should be creating more. I should be producing more. It's like no. If that's not I I don't need to be a square peg in a round hole. Right. And that's why I've been almost feeling guilty about playing Tears of the Kingdom in the dressing room. Yeah. Maybe I should be reading Moby Dick. Maybe I should be like, you know, enriching myself into doing something. Maybe I should be you jumping may- into the pool more. Maybe you should be reading, but not Moby Dick. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But like, I'm having a great time. It's- I'm enjoying myself and the and the work day just flies by, like I said. Right. And I go home and I'm I feel refreshed and I should just like shed the, the guilt. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 all ill-perceived inadequacies. Yeah, is what we have to. Is what we're. I mean, I'm constantly battling that. Mm-hmm. You know, in everything that I do, um, and it's a tough one to get around. It's a tough one to get around. But I like your approach of like, no, this is this is my task. Yeah, I'm not this hurting what, anybody. I'm no. not getting in anybody's way. This like, is exactly what I have to do, and I think I'm suffering from the the point of trying to create every night. But I'm also mm. very fortunate. I kind of get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of get to futz around a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yes. But uh, maybe I should just succumb to the fact, and, and as much as I would hate to do it by rote, and in, I mean, I obviously it wouldn't be by rote. It would, I would still have to imbue with whatever is going on with me at that point in time, but maybe it's something I have to do to, to, to wrap my head around the lack of, cause the lack of response I get sometimes. Yeah. I mean, like last night, uh, Drawbridge. Great laugh at the end when mm. the bottle hit me and flew off my head. Mm. I smashed it out of the ground. Not a single bit of applause. And I'm tr- I'm wrapping my head around that. I'm going, Jimmy and Johnny were just on. They got huge applause. I was just on. 
Same reactions, nothing. Hmm. But you got you got a laugh, but no applause. Right. Well, that's just that that's that's nothing to do with you. That's kind of like that's kind of the alchemy of the audience at right. that point. Well, that's what the, that's what the missus says too. Is she says, "Look, if you get a laugh and not applause, it means they're in the moment and they're laughing in the moment. They're they're not taking themselves out of the moment to give you applause." That's it. So. I, I I do agree with that, and I do feel like. I'm, I'm, I, I, when I feel like there's like kind of like low laughs, kind of like uh, it's, they're kind of low energy, especially on the ladder right before drawbridge. Um, and then as I'm going down the stairs, I hear them applaud. And I'm like, I guess that makes me feel better, but it's, it, it almost feels like an applause like I have to. Right. Because it happened at a blackout. Because the lights went out. There's yeah. a blackout and now that's over and it's very German. Yeah. It's very, it's very like, oh, you've completed the task. Okay, now we clap for you. This is where we clap. That's like the total like German way. It's like, they they don't necessarily like applaud because oh I can't believe how good it was it's like oh no you've you've done what you said you're going to do and it's over now thank you very that that's it so that's kind of how I feel with when the audience is on the opposite end of yeah. things when they don't laugh as much but they applaud at the end I think you should take the win on the laugh I'm gonna take the win on the laugh then that's all there is to it it's better I, I, like a, a genuine laugh is a lot harder to get than applause Agreed. yeah. I mean, there are different ways that you can get applause. I mean, you can pander for applause, or a blackout is a signal to us. But I'm, but I'm with you on that. Like, take take the win for a good laugh, and, All right. and, and if the applause doesn't happen, who cares? Yeah. Well, the minute they stop laughing is the minute. Yeah, I want you to put a bullet in my head. Sure. So that would have been Monday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Monday crowds don't count. Monday crowds do. Sorry count. if you if you go to shows on Mondays, but. There's a reason why museums are closed on Mondays. There's a reason why they don't serve fish on Monday. Why you don't order fish on Monday. Oh. What do you mean, order fish on Monday? Never order fish on Monday. Why? Because it's leftover fish from the weekend yeah, or something? Yeah, they because haven't, they haven't gotten there. Because most uh, uh, fish companies and stuff, they don't do deliveries on Mondays. They start on Tuesdays. Is that a thing? Yeah. Is that... In bigger cities. I mean, that Anthony Bourdain, Kitchen Confidential. This whole thing about New York was you don't order fish in a restaurant on Mondays. Never order fish on a Monday. It's it's. Um, Is that your Anthony Bourdain? No, I was trying to I was trying to figure out a way to for it to be like something a mobster would say. You know, if there's if there's three things I could tell you, you keep your fucking mouth shut, okay? You do what I tell you to do, and never order fish on a Monday. <laughs> That's perfect. Why's that? Don't ask questions. That's number four. <laughs> no, it's number four. <laughs> <laughs> number five, take the cannoli. <laughs> Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Exactly. God. Is anybody else still amazed that that's an ad lib line? Is that right? Yeah. All right, bozos, do your work. Is that true? Fact no, check. I believe that's probably true. That line, the the guy who did the who I believe was not an actor. Who, he didn't ad lib it. He wrote it like he kind of wrote it on the spot. He didn't like like ad lib it at the take. I think it was ad libbed at the take. I'm not sure. We'll have to do some research. You guys discuss. I will go to the computer. Go to the internet. The I internet knows everything. I still haven't seen the... I mean, I've seen The Godfather in my life. Yeah. I still haven't seen it recently like I've been promising myself to. I've been wanting to watch it with the boy. Yeah. You should skip Godfather and go straight to Godfather 3. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Done deal. Uh, the Godfather, I watched it recently, I would say within the last six months. Yeah. And boy, fucking Coppola, man. Is it slow? It's slow, right? It's, it's 70s movie slow. It's 
yes, and. I, I'm not saying it's not great, yeah. but like, you know, for well, for a 13-year-old boy. He would hate it. Woody. Um, Yours would love it because of the cinematography. Well, yeah, but I'm trying to think of mine when he was... 12 or 13 if he would have loved it. Love I mean, it we're going through sure. a, a fucking slow burn of Breaking Bad. Oh, then he, he, he might actually get it. If he gets it, though, the next movie you got to make him watch is Citizen Kane. Yeah, I mean, I want to like... It, it's, I, feel like I feel like it's, it's kind of getting away from me. Like, he's like engrossed in video games like I am. Right. But, but like, I'm trying to like... Like, when can I show him Pulp Fiction? When can I show him The Shining? If you're, if you're showing him Breaking Bad right yeah. now, you can show him Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah. The Shining, a little more psychological. What is he, 13 now? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty... See, that's a 14, 15 for me. Yeah. Because... I, I, yes, I mean, I think that's true, but also some of those, uh, some of those older movies, even though psychological... The way in which they're shot is kind of so artistic yeah. and so kind of almost unrealistic that it that it's like you're it's it's a scary movie but you're watching a piece of art right. which is a scary movie as opposed to I, I'm going to think about this while I'm laying down at night because I may wake up in the morning kind of thing. But, but The Shining, dude, with those I twins, mean, yeah. Yeah. the blood in the elevator, fucking Jack running through the maze. It's fucking scary shit, dude. And keep in mind that you're taking my age bracket. You're taking that opinion from a guy yeah. who saw Deliverance at age seven. Right, 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 so right. that's the thing too. It's like, and I'm sure the shit that that the boy has seen <laughs> on TikTok is, or or wherever yeah. you know. Like, I can't police him twenty four seven. I'm sure he's seen hardcore porn. And it's I like, mean, I remember being a latchkey kid, and we we had an HBO subscription. Oh boy. And so, you know, my friend Doug and I would stay up and watch all the shit we weren't supposed to watch. Yeah. His parents were asleep. Yeah. You know, and that's, I mean, there's something, I mean, Halloween was great. Mm. Um, and oh, Halloween story. So I had seen it and then Doug came over to spend the night and I said, let's watch Halloween because it was going to be on HBO again because they showed movies like four times a day. Oh, yeah, sure. And I knew the movie inside and out. Mm -hmm. And there's a part where the cat jumps out of the dumpster. Okay. And we have we had a cat growing oh, up. God. And so when the cat jumped out of the dumpster, I threw the cat on Doug. <laughs> oh my God, it was the best moment of my life. <laughs> it's the best moment of my life. That's so good. Everything that I can find on here just says that the line was improvised. Yeah. So I, I mean, it doesn't say that like he wrote it on the spot or you know he came up with it in the moment or whatever. It just well, says, that that moment was highlighted in the in the offer. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. I'm trying to remember how it was how it was laid out in the yeah. offer. If, yeah, The Offer, such a great such series. Such a great series. Mm -hmm. God damn, it was a great series. Paramount Plus. Yeah. Do it, bozos. Uh, but don't don't support Paramount Plus. They're stupid. Why? Oh, no, that's Peacock. Sorry, Peacock is stupid. Why is Peacock stupid? Oh, because it's, it's NBC making you pay for shit. They're all making you pay for shit. You have to pay for Paramount. I don't pay, but I don't. You don't? Well, no, he, he torrents everything or whatever. Hmm. But... That's all the kids. You know what the method is? <laughs> oh, here you go, bozos. Oh, boy. And you you homies. I'll give you a little. Here's what the kids are doing these days. Yeah. Let's say that uh, Thing 2 decides he wants to watch Pulp Fiction, for mm -hmm. example. Instead of searching for 
Pulp Fiction free movie. Right. Or free download Pulp Fiction. He says, what you do is you, ha- you need like a, a you know, Ukrainian version of it or you know, no offense, Ukraine, or a Russian version or a whatever, right? Yeah. And so you, in very bad broken English, do a search. So you say like, America, movie, free, Pulp Fiction, best, download. And then you get, in, with it, making those weird combinations of words, oh. and you take like very bad broken English or like, you know, whatever, and that's how you search for it. And then you find, <laughs> and then you find the links that are like deep into the web. You can also that, just that go... That normally come up. That's how he does it. Also just search Google Drive. There's a, a Google hack where people just upload movies to Google. And so who made it public? And yeah. Made and what you do is you just you just search the you go to this. It's got to be so easy to like bust those people. Yeah, it, it is. And they it? get removed and then they go back up a week later. And well, yeah, yeah. I just love the idea of like searching for things in really bad broken. But it English. like it, and it goes straight to some like Russian dude in a in a in a in a, in a, uh, in a basement somewhere. And let's look up a movie in let's Moscow. Try let's, let's, try like, let's see Godfather. Oh, these these. This uh, dirty American looking for a pop fiction. Want uh, Samuel L. Jackson movie? I give. So what is? What is? Let's, let's look up Godfather. Not Google Drive. I don't want Google Drive. I want Google. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Um, uh, American Italian mafia movie. Mafia movie. Godfather. Yeah, but that's, free download. No? That's basically saying like Italian American Godfather okay. movie. Like Italian American like, mafia. Uh, no, I, we know the name of the movie, right? Like it's it's more like instead of me saying instead of me saying free download for right uh, Godfather movie, right? We do like uh, Godfather best free uh, link. Godfather best free, free download movie. Easy oh. version. Download movie. Please. Previet. <laughs> Previet. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, the first thing that comes up is Quora. That's no good. No. Quora's no, no good. Clearly we're not that good at it. Yeah. But. We should we should have your thing come in and give us a primer. Give us a little a little, a little tutor. Yeah. Speaking of tutors, I would love to be able to pass gas. I was going to say, I was like, where is this going? I, I thought maybe we were talking about the English. The tutors? The, the tutors. Yeah. The tooties. The tootie patooties. Uh, yeah, you, as as we, we, I think we discussed last time, my mouth is not happy with me. I've gone through the entire course of the antibiotics. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they have... Completely ruined my gut. Okay, oh. well, let's update the bozos on your mouth. I think uh, we did talk about it last. We week. did, but like the last we heard, that he was about to go that uh, night. Yeah. To the, well, to the oh yeah. yeah, you 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 had uh, the day that the that very day, day yes. that we exactly recorded get to the dentist. Last time. He get, gets in there and takes a look, does a little um, camera. Have you? When was the last time you guys have been to the dentist and had them like shoot things in your mouth? Shoot things? No, no, it's been, uh, it's been a while. Not the not shoot things, but I like the move where they like take the other side of your mouth yeah. and kind of wiggle it while they're putting the the needle in yeah. it on the on the on the same side. So that. my my doctor is doing everything with like an SLR camera on this thing and goes in and shoots your mouth, but it shoots it in 
uh, God, uh, heat imaging. A hoodoo hoodoo? Heat imaging. Oh, heat imaging. Infrared ish, but it shows the difference. It's it's like you see a screen that says it's like green and yellow and red is the yeah. Movie. And he shot shot my jaw, and he's like, "You still got some infection up there. Look at how red it is." Because I can't do anything with that. So he's got a little camera, yeah, little heat sensor camera sensor thing. camera that he's sticking in your mouth yep. and and looking at what's going on up there. He did it in my mouth and did it through my through my uh, nasal. It's right actually right here. Uh huh. And did it through there, uh, but also went up inside and, and looked from the outside though. Kind of put it on the outside, on the and outside like, and the inside. Oh, that's to dope. see where the depth is on it. Because uh-huh. if he goes in here. It shows them if it's closer to the root or if it's closer to the outside or if it's closer to the nasal passage. It goes on the outside. It shows you the distance from the fascia, the skin, the outside to the inside. Mm-hmm. So I, I was still inflamed, still. He said, it's too much. I, I don't want to risk Th- it. This was last Wednesday? It was last Wednesday. Yeah. And so he said, well, have you go on a Monday? I went on a Monday. Um, same thing. He said, it's still, there's, you still got infection. Jeez. How many, how many more pills you got? And I said, I got like six left. He's like, finish what those pills? The, uh, the, <laughs> the pills. What pills? Which ones? The, um, <laughs> the amoxicillin with steroids. Ugh. Um, and I finished those out. Uh, it might be the roids that's messing with your gut. Oh, oh for sure. Well, that's what he's not saying. the, it's not, not the antibiotic. It's the antibiotic because the antibiotic's Wait, killing, killing the flora. What, what you say was the, I said it might be the roids if, oh, said, oh, if it's got steroids no, no. in it. No, no, I think it's the amoxicillin. It's the, yeah. the amoxicillin yeah, yeah. is just killing all the good bugs in my yes, stomach. Yes. I see. Oh, that, um, it, it fucks me up. It fucks me and yeah. my wife up really bad. And it never had before, but I think because, and he said it was interesting. He said, because um, he also looked at my teeth on Monday. It's like, your teeth have deteriorated in the last two months more than I see people's teeth deteriorate in two years. How often do you brush? Every day, twice a day. Floss? That's, this can't uh, be a brush and a floss issue. This has to be something else. It's dietary. He said, you're, yeah. you're still doing like a high-protein diet. Like, I'm like, yeah. He's like, and you, you, have your, you had your gastric sleeve. I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, well, that's one of the problems. I said, how is that a problem? Wait, but yeah, how is that a problem? Because I'm, I'm, getting I'm the, not on board yet. I'm getting the dietary uh, nutrients that I need for my body. I'm not getting the long-term nutrients I need for bone growth and that type of stuff. Like I, He said, you're going to have to start taking calcium supplements. I was going to say, you need to take supplements. Yeah. You're going to start taking a calcium supplement. You're going to have to start taking these things because your teeth are your teeth are are going to go because you're not getting the right amounts in the food you're eating. Right. All right. Makes sense. So, but I mean, he said that was not there two months ago. That was not there two months ago. This right here was not there two months ago. Are you chewing on rocks? What's going on? Like, no. So, have you been taking supplements? I haven't gotten them yet because I don't know what to get and I have to figure that out. Well, you got to ask him. Yeah. Yeah, well, ask a real doctor, not a dentist. Oh, shots, shots fired. fired. I mean, I want a guy who went to medical school, not to mouth college. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mouth college. I Not where I went. Um, <laughs> I, that's, that's weird, though. That's weird. How so? No, I mean, it's one thing to, to I mean, I guess what you probably should do is just have blood work done and see what your blood says and see what like is low if yeah. it's low in iron or you know calcium or whatever but within a couple of months to have a like big change because of dietary things is i don't know i just like i i, I don't have answers but I mean, like well, it feels weird like, oh, i, I mean, cheese about calcium like, i mean my milk intake because and i was just talking to adam about this yesterday because i love milk 
But milk is one of those foods that it's a liquid, so it fills me faster, but it also stays in my stomach longer. And so it's like I I can't drink a glass. I I can occasionally have a glass of milk, but I'll have a splash of milk in my coffee in the morning. You mean it stays in your stomach longer? It it the effects of it stay in my stomach longer. Like it it I don't piss it out right away. It I don't know if it's the viscosity because I drink whole whole milk. I don't know if it's. No, I mean, I think maybe if it like irritates your stomach, but I don't know that like once the acid you do hits lactose the milk free. or whatever. The wife does lactose free. I do lactose free. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking maybe the lactose is what makes me sneeze because every morning after I have my like third sip of coffee, I have a little sneezing fit every morning. Oh, I need a lactose it's free. It's not my coffee. Man, we, we need a real medical expert. <laughs> if we only knew one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we we have questions that only... No, I don't. Only, I don't have a question. Only PhDs can answer. No, no, I could tell you right now. Like, if you put a, uh, if you put two two milks in front of me, one with lactose, one without, and I drink it, I probably won't taste it. But give me a few hours, and and my body will let you know. Uh-huh. Oh no, I'm sure. I'm just like just all of this. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, just yeah, yeah. All, all of the like. No, I don't know the science behind it, but I know what, right. what my what my right. body does to like a glass of whole. Uh, lactose-filled it's milk. So interesting. I, Boom. I'm such a mutt. Nothing bothers me. Sure. Nothing. Good for you. I'm not saying that like uh, that I'm like super healthy or whatever, but just like when people go like, oh, I can't. I ooh, if I if I get a pepper anywhere near me, I have the shits for three days. I go, oh, mine's always the same. Yeah. Like you're 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 built coffee in the morning. You're built from better evening, stock. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> the cheaper stock. We have a coworker. That's who, why I say I'm, my, my, I must be such a mutt. Yeah. You know, because like mutt animals are so much more like resilient. Resilient. And they don't have weird. You know. Yeah. I, I just I'm I'm just never bothered by you know, people go. Oh my god! I eat a slice of pizza and it gives me so much gas. I go, not me. It's all the same. Cheesecake. I, like I mourn. I mourn. Not eating cheesecake because I love cheesecake so fucking much. But if I have one slice of cheesecake, it's gonna be gonna be Brown City. <laughs> Down like, to Brown Town, real quick. Uh, <laughs> a, a quick trip to Brown Town. It's true. Uh, That's what mine's been. Mine has been. Um, uh, they make lactose-free cheesecake. But, uh, well, they make lacto- uh, they make lactose free cream cheese. That's the whole point of cheesecake is the like the creamy cheesy like goodness of removing lactose like is is removing the the, the cheese. I don't that, know. You don't it's know. Just like have How a slice know? of cheesecake and take a dump. Enjoy yourself. Oh no! It's later than you think. <laughs> <laughs> oh no no no! I can't enjoy myself. That it hurts. It it hurts before it comes out. So it's. So it's a lactose thing for you. Same with the milk or with anything. Yes. Like, not a little bit of cheese because I, I can't no, imagine no, a little bit. A little know. bit is okay. Yeah, and I and like pizza, it could be hit or miss. Like, and I love good pizza. Have you always you been pizza? this way? Uh, I, I've been this re- way. I, I've been this way longer than I than I have like not. have identified like it. And I was just like kind of barreled through. I'm just like I would have cheesecake and like unbeknownst to me, I'm just be like, God, why am I like? Or or, or I'd have like. Like cream cheese on a bagel, like fuck yeah. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> um, yeah. No, I don't know. No, no, no. Like I said, we need we need a real medical expert. <laughs> I felt like I interrupted, or we interrupted something you were about to say. No? Fuck, I have no idea. No, he said cream cheese on a bagel. I was like, yep, yeah. 
I can't do it. I propose we hit junk now. Okay. It's been almost a month, I believe. You're right. Since we've junked. It's been a long time. And it's, uh, you know, we're halfway in. So let, let's hit it now and see what, what comes of things. Right. I've got a good one this to week. Be, to, be, to be said later. I right. found something that is remarkable. Great. Yeah, so uh, for those of you just tuning in, surprise, welcome. This is a section that we call our junk stuff. And we uh, each week, although it hasn't been each week necessarily, it wasn't last week, but this week for sure, we get together, we ask each other to watch a little video. It can be funny, it can be interesting, it can be informative, mostly funny because that's what we're about a little bit. But. Yeah. And uh, you can follow along at twocharactersandaclown.com. Go to our junk drawer. See what's in there. Yep. Indeed. I'll start since S- I brought it up. Start it up. Shall I? This was the, uh, if you recall, you may or may not recall, I recall, um, this was a completely random choice. I had never heard of this person. It came up in a suggested feed oh, or of, of, of some sort or whatever. Um, Robert Murain. Yep. And there were a few different clips of this. Some, or as they say, Robert Murain. I... Robert Murain. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, I found him doing this particular routine two or three times over yeah. uh, a, a little bit of time. Um, this is his, this is his gag. This, yeah, but this, this is his act. Yeah. The others were a little more kind of produced or like on a television show. Oh, this I one see. I felt like was a little more interesting because it was just kind of a, a one shot yeah. of a live performance. Yeah. Um, apparently, uh, again, I didn't know this, but uh, doing a little bit of research, at one point he went early on uh, in So uh, so You Think You Can Dance. Ah. Maybe he was a... Uh, an auditioner yeah. or a competitor, contestant. contestant, if you will, a character, if you will, on So You Think You Can Dance. Um, but again, that show was ruined, by the way, a long time ago. That sh- I don't know if you ever watched that show. Did you guys ever watch So You Think You Can Dance? Never. I used to. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, with, yeah. I used to as well. And what happened was Hollywood. And here's what I mean. Oh. I've complained about this type of thing before, and this is a perfect example of, of it. Okay. Uh the first couple of seasons, that show, you know, it has all the auditions and it has all the kind of the trappings of uh, some people are amazing and some people are horrible and they think they're amazing and right. all that kind of stuff. And, um, and all of that's fine. But all of the American Idol and the uh, America's Got Talent, all of them with the audition episodes. Sure. And stuff. So they have all of the audition and everything. But then when it becomes about the dances and the groups and everything, the first couple of years... It was shot in a way that you could see a performance. Mm. And then what they realized is if we start cooking it a little bit Mm. and if we cut to a close up Mm -hmm. of your face emoting at the same time this particular music moment and we Mm -hmm. swell the music a little bit and then we we cook in a little audience going like, woo, 
silent screaming when you do an, an amazing trick. Uh, as dumb Americans watching on television, it goes, oh, I'm supposed to feel a certain way yes. at this time. And that's when I checked out and I was like, I'm not going to watch this anymore because it's not about the dance. It's about trying to make me feel something so that I'll keep watching your television show. Soapbox stepped off of. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that was good grammar. Uh, so this particular piece, I don't know. I just, I, like I said, I watched it at random and I thought it was good. I found it interesting. So it's, some of it's a little like over the top. I mean, it goes, it goes on a little long, but physically like really interesting and kind of impressive and some of the stuff that the guy can do. So I don't know. I kind of liked it. You know, to your point though about, let's step back onto the soapbox a little. Please. Because like, even with this, even with your junk, you could still hear the audience. And it's true that that's not Hollywood injecting. Yeah, you're right. Maybe, I, maybe I'm uh, stepping on the wrong side of the things. But because like having and having like it, it's kind of like having a, a, a studio audience laughing at a, in a sitcom. It does kind of goose the viewer into realizing that this is funny rather than just like yeah taking out the laugh and just like laughing if it's funny or if it's not boy have you ever seen clips of uh, the ones that that went viral or at least the the couple that i saw were um of the show oh what's that st- Stupid Sheldon show that everybody thinks is so funny that's not funny at all. The the, the actual Sheldon show. Yeah, no, not the little, not, not the Sheldon, new one. The the, the first one. Uh, people are screaming into yeah, there. That stupid science show with the good-looking girl Penn on it. Tell, Penn and Teller were on it. Uh, Johnny Galecki. Let's not look it up. Let's figure it out. It's the uh, it's. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm just like the laughing. young Sheldon was the is the spinoff of Correct. whatever it is. I'm just but laughing at all the people who were screaming. Oh, I'm sure there's a bunch of them too. And if you're out there and you think that this show is funny, you are wrong. <laughs> it's not funny. It's uh, it's not How I Met Your Mother because that's no. always the one that I think of with right. Doogie Howser uh, in it. This is so funny. Come on, don't use your devices. I'm not. I know. I'm no. I know we're not. I'm just uh, saying. This is good podcasting. This is good pod. It's uh, I don't know why Third Rock from the Sun is sticking in me too. Like that's because it's got the little stupid yeah 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 uh, science space sciencey thing. The fucking (laughs) (laughs) two men and a baby. What the fuck is (laughs) it? Cheers! It's cheers. Uh huh. Yeah. Bj and the bear. Oh no! Come on. Something, uh, something. If I, God damn it, I gotta look it up. <laughs> it's driving me fucking nuts now. It tells you how memorable that show is, by the way. It won all kinds of Emmy awards and got Best Actor awards for all of these people who were in it and everything. And it's a piece of shit. But the point is this: give it to me, RJ. What is it? I am not there yet. The internet knows. Everybody loves Sheldon. Like reality bites. <laughs> reality bites. No, I don't know why these like sci- sci- the sci-fi club, the the the, the, the AV something or other. Fuck, I know. Look hurt. at his face. He's it's got it. Hurt, right? <laughs> what is it? The Big Bang. Big, big Bang. Theory. Fuck you all. Yeah. Fuck everything. Yeah. Fuck everything. You're welcome, everything. everybody. 
The point is, you can find clips of the Big Bang Theory where the laugh track has been removed, yes. and it's just them doing the dialogue. Yes. And it is so unfunny yes. that, that actually that's more interesting to me and more entertaining than the, the show itself. Anyway, but yes, I think having a studio audience and pumping it in, it, yeah, it tells, it tells us when we're funny, but it also gives, and I think maybe this is even more so effective, it gives the illusion of something being a, a live moment, right? Yeah. So like when I'm watching the Jeffersons in their kitchen arguing about something and I hear the audience go, ooh, yeah. and, or, or I hear the audience laugh or whatever, like I'm, I'm kind of almost, and yes, they're filmed in front of a live audience, but maybe it was filmed, you know, four different takes and they're all put together and you find little continuity errors or whatever, but it gives me the illusion that it's just, I'm watching a half hour in the moment, you know, happening. Right. Right. But you were going to say something about the, you have something else to say. You've got. No, it's just like it, it inspired maybe a new junk. I may, I may transfer my junk. Oh, okay. Into I new. see. I see. Um, but this, no, but, but this is a little more, I mean, you see, you hear the audience cheering and live and, and it is an actual live take. Um, but no, I just think his like, his physicality is really interesting and, uh, you know, just a different kind of variety. And it's funny because he's taken all the precepts and concepts of popping and locking. Yeah. Except he's not dancing with it. Yeah, he's posing. Right. He's posing. He's created a, like a, a, a physical the, theater piece. Yeah, almost. It, it, I think the character's name is Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, mo- uh, it's like a movement piece. Yeah. Um, when I first started watching, I was like, "Oh God, is this another person who ripped off Spencer?" Well, right, but I, it's not. No, it, 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 I, no it, I mean, and this guy I think has been doing it for like fifteen years. Yeah. Well, and and he's just like doing it to music. Right. It's not a sound effect. No, 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 it's not. Sound effect, exactly. yeah. but, but it did. I, I I thought of Spencer as well when I when I was watching it, uh, especially the back the back bend. Yeah. I mean that back bend is pretty impressive. Uh, that's uh, those three girls, those three sisters. Yeah, that's that's true that's, too. That's, yeah, that yeah, coming yeah. back yeah. up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's intense. I um, like I like the moments where I didn't, can't even think of anything specifically right now necessarily, but like you go. Uh, he takes something to the extreme and either goes one step further than you right. think he's going to go as a surprise or you think he's just going to reverse it and instead of reversing yeah. it, he turns it into something else. Right. Yeah, he goes yeah, yeah. in a different direction than you think he's going to go. It makes it really interesting. Yeah. Now, the, the video you sent was 10 years ago. Yeah. I want to see if he's still doing it today. Right. Because uh, that is a toll. Well, some of some of the videos, a couple of the videos that I found are are, are newer than oh, yeah. that, but I, I couldn't tell you like when. That's what I was thinking too. It's like it's so nice to like be able to like go to a gig with your your wardrobe yep. and like a CD of your music yep. probably, and your you know, and yeah. your sunglasses <laughs> and, and that goofy weird sunglasses. hat, yeah. you know, and that's and that's it. And that's kind of like why I love doing my blow up doll act is like no setup. Just throw some lights on me. Here's my music. I've got my blow up doll, and I wear almost nothing. Right. That's why I love doing magic because I walk out. Everything's in my bag. But you need to prepare. Yeah, but you got all your you to go bag. Not really? And, stuff got, in there. I mean, and you need to like th- and and like you need to tailor the show to the audience. Yeah, oh, but I'm that's do this thinking. Trick, that trick. That, that's thinking on the on the fly though too. That's the, doing the jazz magic over the last three years. That's yeah. become so much easier now. But the, and that also takes years of. Having all of those uh, 
all of those effects and tricks and everything in your in your back pocket, box yeah. and knowing them and not not going like, oh, I'm going to have to set this up because right. when I set this up, then that's going to affect this or whatever. And, and there are it, times that I will have things set up in my bag that I will I will never use, but it's sure, there it's just, just in, in case. case. Yeah, of course. But what I was going to say though, but with this guy, he just shows up with his suit and his thing and, and his, his music body. and his body, and he can go anywhere in the world yep. with this act. I can go anywhere in the world with the blow up doll act. You know, it's like, but it's hard. I gotta check my bags. It's, well, no, it's harder for the it's harder for the uh, magician, especially you, because you talk. Yeah, yeah, because you speak. So it's it's a it's a bit more of a challenge, but but what I was going to say about this guy, and even for me a little bit, it's like how how many years does this guy have to do this act, right? You know, and then and then what when his when his you know back is out or yeah. when his like bones are not as strong, you know? Well, you look at so Brian from from our show. Take calcium. Um, his his <laughs> yeah, take calcium. His his mainstay act was a slack line. Yeah, you know, and he was brilliant at it. I. I just searched for it this morning. I had there was a video clip of him on the Ed Sullivan show. Well, doing it, and it's no longer on the internet, ugh. which is a shame, because um, the link I had for it when this video no longer exists. But uh, he he's astounding, and you know he kept doing that until he was in his mid sixties. You know, yeah, legend baby. Yeah, but you, then you look at Abner Eisenberg. Still doing all of his stuff at what seventy two, seventy three. Yeah, but there's a big difference between being on a slack line and like. Tearing tissues into well, Avner's small Ob- pieces. Oh, yeah, Avner yeah. still did all his physical mime too. <laughs> did, did he do like a a ladder climb? Thing sl- he did a ladder climb and a slack line. Did them both. Wait, huh? Brian or Avner? Oh, for some reason I associate him with a ladder. He does. He does. He has. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember slack line, but I know he does a ladder thing. Speaking of tissues, uh, at you. How about that transition? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Let's go to RJ's junk for this week. Well, one, it involves one of my favorite magic effects, which is paper balls over the head. Yes, that's a good one. Which is a great trick. But what gets me on this, and I need your guys' opinion as to how you think it's done. I call shenanigans. I call shenanigans. The hot seat. I call shenanigans. The electric chairs is what they're called. Um, so you're calling shenanigans in the sense of you think that the other two guys are in on this. I, I think there's some form of in on it sort of thing yes i don't understand this act i understand uh the cute little saucer magic trick yeah and i understand but everybody uh it was confusing why everybody thought it was so funny that these guys were being shocked in their asses right and then and then what was also confusing was i was like okay I understand that this was 40 years ago or however long ago it was, 50 right. years ago. But I thought, if this happened now, you'd be shocked one time and then you'd be like, I'm, fuck I'm, this, what the I'm fuck is this? What, what is happening I right now? You would never sit back down again. You would never sit back down again. Right. You wouldn't touch the chair. You wouldn't sit. You wouldn't switch chairs. You wouldn't be like... Because uh, he, he very specifically at the beginning, like any good magician does, lies to us and tells us they've never met before. Right. Uh, or I don't know if it's a lie. Maybe they haven't met before. You're calling shenanigans, right? But one, it happened one time, and, the, and he's like, he's so confused, and he sits down, and he puts his feet right where the guy tells him to put his feet again, and he, he's sitting there, and then the one, two, boom, and then it happens to both of them. And I'm like, what, why are they holding onto their chairs anymore? Why do they continue to sit on the, It was almost like I missed the part in the beginning when he hypnotized them. 
But he, I, did, he, he no, I, I yeah. know he didn't. But I'm saying like it felt like right. it felt like he, it was like a hypnotist trick, right? Absolutely. As opposed to I'm doing this. Which is the better window to present it in? Gag trick as a as a hypnotism trick. It's a better window to, to present it in. You know, and there are hypnotists who use this ploy still to this day. All right, so Jimmy calls shenanigans. There I'm is, confused. There is a there is a bad edit. At one point, there is a bad edit. Uh huh. I'm going to find it. Wait, uh, maybe talk amongst okay. yourselves. <laughs> yeah, I just. Uh, I mean the the thing with the saucer is really cute, yeah. you know, and it falls into his hands and whatever. But there's something about the young guy. <laughs> who, yes, especially uh, the young guy, especially that I'm like. What what is going on with this guy? Like why he just looks out of place, dumbfounded, yeah, and out of place in a way, and not in a. I mean, again, I know it's all television and it's all cooked, and even you know, Penn and Teller fool us. I, I believe that when they bring volunteers on, they are volunteers from the audience or whatever. But you're there at a show, yeah. knowing that you are participating in right. a television show and a magic trick, and so you have some sort of awareness. But this guy was like, he just had this look about him the whole time that like he was that he was from a foreign land and had had been locked in a cave for years, and now or all of a sudden they maybe. put him in this chair or something. He looked like an actor. Okay, this is what Jimmy's calling Jimmy. He's calling maybe, foul. Maybe he looked like an actor pretending to be a non-actor, pretending to be a volunteer person. Right. You know? Okay. This was shot multiple times. This oh, was I'm shot sure it was. multiple times with these two people. I guarantee. Tell us. Tell us. It's, oh, it's, oh, it's, oh, it's in the edit. It's it's in the edit. Well, like, well, for those wondering, where are we at? Let me pull up. I got it on my computer. What what's what's your time uh, your time uh, stamp? One se- one sixteen. I, I f- it's not as clear. Hold on, is that the one or is there a different one? Hang on. Sorry. Oh wait a minute. There's a. It, there's a cut. So here's a question. Yeah. Let Jimmy do that. Yeah. Is there something special about the chairs? No. So here's here's the gist, gentlemen. This is complete audience stooging pre pre before the show. Some the one, production assistant went out, grabbed two guys out of the audience, brought them back, talked to Paul Daniels. Paul Daniels, a big influential TV star at this point in his career, says, "Hey, I need you guys to play along with me. You're you're going to get shocked when I say this word. You're not going to actually get shocked, but when I say this word or I do this action, you're going to feel. You're you're going to pretend to feel something." He's he he did this trick a lot, both live and on television. Um. Yeah, it's it's shenanigans. It's complete shenanigans. He doesn't do it for. He just does it for the. It's not even for the act. He does it for the audience. He does it to 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 shock the audience more than anybody else. And the, and and it's a dual reality thing, where the guys on stage are perpetrating the lie that he's putting forward for the audience. So the audience thinks that he's this kind of mesmer. You know. Uh, well, yeah. I mean. Maybe that's partly why it was, upon watching it, why I was confused by it. But yeah. as an audience member watching it, I don't, maybe it's the, the brand of humor or whatever, but like, 
them being shocked wasn't so funny to me as it was I was I, once it started happening I was going why are they Time, still participating times in have this? changed well that I mean for sure time times have changed. changed so much that now there are chairs on the market that actually have little needles in them Oh, that are remote controlled that actually poke your ass. Okay, so yeah, and what I was going to say is if you watch this video and then you scroll through the comments of YouTube, yep. it's all just people going, "Oh, I saw this act live. It was so funny." Or, "Oh, I remember watching this, you know, and there was so and so and this is based on the such and such a chairs and the, oh, that's this is a trick, but nobody in the comments goes, "This is fake. Right. This is all shenanigans." So that's why that's that's why I was confused because I like part of me, you know, Jimmy calls foul, but part of me is like, okay, well, am I the only one that's watching this? That's going like, right. eh, am I confused or whatever? But but, but I if can't you just were scrolling through the comments, it's all like, oh, what a great effect! Paul Daniels was a master. Oh, um, something uh, super simple yet really effective. Oh, I had this done to me by an old guy in a pub when I was younger. That's just kind of a snide comment. But so um, uh, put <laughs> put um, put yourself in in forty years ago. In a different climate, in a different type of performance milieu. But you still have to like he he's he's probably being very selective. Him or his crew are being very selective. Absolutely. With like who looks susceptible? Who looks like they're going to play along? Right. Who's not going to like fuck th- fuck things up? Right. Same thing. Same thing today. Yeah. Like we got you got uh, mentalists like you know or not mentalists but hypnotists right uh, here here in in Las Vegas who are you know bringing up. 20 people on stage going through each one just kind of like sussing See them out who's going to play along you sir thank you very much you can go back to your seat yep. like obviously they're not going to play along or they're going to do something different so they like you're, you're left with the with the people who are susceptible it's, right. st- it's still today but this is done in a little bit different like you're saying it's like maybe his assistant went out yeah and so he and did, his, his assistant is his wife debbie mcgee who or, guys would do anything for or a producer maybe right. not maybe not the woman maybe maybe a, a producer that we don't see that right. goes out that that is very familiar with the act and what what is needed and so picks out these two guys right brings them up on stage i i, I don't know like i, I saw the, the 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 cut that I'm that I'm thinking of is I, I it's not presenting itself to me when I'm looking back at it. But there's one thing where the the, the 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 match is just different enough that I could tell that it's not it's 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 been shot twice. Yeah. It seems. Um, I, I don't know. I can't find it. But uh, I know there's some sort of shenanigans going on with it. Yeah, it has to be. Speaking of shenanigans, Jimmy, your junk. Oh. Was shenanigan shenaniganerific? Was it Shenan? Was, was it Shenan again? Yes, it was Shenan again. So this was in response to somebody else's junk earlier. Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman's. That's right. Yes. Um. So I mean, it's certainly not this first time something like this has been done. And again, it's like this repetitive sort of thing going ad nauseum to to schmuck the audience, right? In order, thinking that they're going to see something other than what they're seeing, right? And uh, and I, I, there, there, there are many different versions of this. They've done this several times in different venues for different for different right. specials and different shows. But I like this one because it puts the commercial break in the between, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, Kristen Shaw is a horse, uh, over and over again, and Kurt Broneler, like. I just love that Kurt starts at a 10. 
Oh, yeah. And maintains. And then goes to 25. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> By the time he is taking it to the point where you know what he's saying, but you can't understand anything yeah. that he's saying. <laughs> he's going, <laughs> and she's... I, and I like too the fact that she's my cup, yeah, and you can just kind of yeah, hear her breathing yeah, the whole time yeah, that she's dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. which it adds to the intensity of the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. And then what does she say? And then right at the end, she says, "Oh, uh, she says some complete like non sequitur." Oh, and that's how a bill becomes. And that's a how law. a bill becomes a law. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like the courtyard, uh, the the barnyard, uh, barnyard courtyard animals. Yeah, that, that oh. they set up in the beginning. So funny, but yeah, it's it's that. It's like you uh, fly all the way down to Melbourne from the states to do that. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, they can they can go anywhere and do this. By the way, (laughs) 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 there are very few props for this act. It's true. It's true. You don't even have music. Yeah. Like it's they show up as themselves (laughs) and just do it. The thing I the thing I I love about this is that was shot so long ago. That I had to sit there and go, that's the same Kurt from from Westworld. So you know he's Matt Donnelly's friend. They're, they're both Matt Donnelly's no, friends. You're thinking of, um, yeah. No, you're thinking of somebody else. No, it's 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 with the beard. No, you're, no. That, his name is not Kurt Bronneler. His name is. No, you're thinking of somebody else. You're you're mistaken. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Westworld. Uh, he, he he has a he has a much more interesting first name. Oh, you're right, Carcophony or something. Um, yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Ptolemy. Ptolemy. Ptolemy that's right. Um, Why? Yeah. Do, okay. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was my joke. <laughs> I don't know. It was good. It was fun. It, it's 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 for me. It's all about commitment, man. Fucking yes. commitment. Right. Right. You have to like and, and it's the same with uh with Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Committing. Yeah. <sighs> well, my junk gentleman this yeah. week coming up. Um I'm gonna pose a question to you that you can answer now, and then I'll give you uh, a byline. Did you know that Brigham Young University has an improv group? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. And with that being said, I give you Studio C. Uh, let me read their byline real quick because their byline is great. Feel good laughs without being crass. A sketch comedy show for the entire family. <laughs> okay. And this one is called. Oh, now where did it go? God damn it. Moving on. Hold on. Moving back. Got to go back. Got to go back. Got to go back. This one is called The Unusual Suspects. Nice. There we go. That's it. That's what I got. From the Brigham Young Improv Group Studio C. Yes. Great. Yes. Awesome. Definitely. I. Studio uh, Christ. (laughs) The C stands for Christ. Um. I am bringing you today something that's um, new to me. Oh. It was brought to me by Thing 2 in the Miles household. Okay. And uh, 
we watched a few of these a little while back, and so I thought it would be kind of fun. This is an animated series called Creature Comforts. Oh, yeah. Oh, Do you yes. know Creature Comforts? I do. See, I'm, I'm not hip to what the kids oh, are hip to these great. days. Uh, and I just picked the one most appropriate to us. It's called The Circus. Okay. Creature right. Comforts, The Circus. All right. I don't want to go more into the setup now if people out there, uh, including young Darren Butters, who we know watches all of the junk, right? Uh, no, D- uh, Darren Butters, I don't think is a bozo. Darren uh, Good listens to... Oh, Darren Good, of course. Yes, yes. Uh, we should get Darren Good on the show. We should. We should. Including young Darren Good, who we know watches all of the junk. Good, Mr. Don't Good. want to spoil it for him. Great. Right? So I won't spoil what the setup is, but there you go. I had junk queued up, but after talking, after discussing certain things on this i think <laughs> moby dick no the godfather uh it's a short one which is godfather like, would be a good a junk bit, yeah so it's not the godfather because it's it's less than a minute but i think it's pretty funny and i think this is the best one it is f- the tv show friends heard, heard of it. it and this is called ross is a pedophile <laughs> Okay. 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 Leave it at that. There it is. That's funny. We were on a break. I don't know what the situation is, but I like this already. (laughs) Guys, did we do it? I think we did it. Oh, I do have one thing to bring up. We have a new... Uh, bozo. I'm trying to type pedophile in my phone and, and autocorrect and, and uh, iPhone autocorrect is not having it. Hilarious. <laughs> I have uh, speaking of typing into your phone. Yes. Guess what I did this morning, gentlemen. I'll just tell you. You'll never. Okay. Guess. Good. Oh, just tell us. I added a keyboard to my phone. A French keyboard. A French keyboard. What? They have different letters. Well, yeah, they have different. Uh, they have different little, you know, little things that you put over letters, oh, yes, and under yes, letters, yes, and yes, yes. you know, different punctuation, if you will. Is it totally punk? Is it like punctuation? Not at all. It's French. Uh, it's, it, it is punk. Why? It is punk. I have started learning French at oh, the ripe young yes. age of forty-nine years old. I was the, uh, I was a winner, not the winner, because I believe more than one person uh, was chosen oh, yeah. for a three-month free subscription to Babbel. So I'm using it to learn French, and I've gone through like six or seven, you know, very beginner French lessons, and I'm learning my French phrases. And this this morning, I was doing a little review, and when you um, it goes through and it has little dialogues and then you have to choose the right word and then, you know, which word, uh, you know, matches the picture. It shows you a picture of a boy and it says, il, and you have to go, uh, il, you know, and then you, sometimes you hold your, the little microphone on your phone and you have yeah. to repeat it back mm-hmm. and you have to say, enchanté, je suis Johnny, you know, mm-hmm. and then it, it listens to your pronunciation and such. Very good. Uh, and you then one of the ways that you can review, uh, it, it says, oh, it's time for you to review. 
do you want to review using flashcards or do you want to review speaking? Or do you want to review writing? And I was like, oh, writing. I wonder if I have to like, you know, use my little finger and write the word like oh. you do. And I said, writing. And it went, bloop, you need to add the French keyboard, uh, keyboard, keyboard to your iPhone. iPhone keyboard. And so uh, I did that. And then I had to type. And what's, what's remarkable is like, <laughs> it says, you know, it says, uh, you press a little button and it says, Au revoir. And then you have to type au revoir. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a horrible spell English that. speller. I'm, not, I'm never going to be yeah, able to yeah, spell yeah. <laughs> in French. This is a terrible idea. And like you have um, to like put in like the, the words with the like little things over the well, top, like the little umlauts. It's interesting or not umlauts, because, uh, yeah, I don't even know accent, what they're called. Accents. Like sometimes the C has like a little squiggly yes, at the yes. bottom, you know, over the capital C. Oui, like c'est baby, ça. Baby uh-huh. Francois. That's fine. Yeah. Every time I read it. With the little, with yep. the, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I would type and I would be one letter off. Yes. And it would go, uh, it would go like, uh, it would, it, a little message would go, bling, uh, uh, a small mistake, no problem. Mm. And then it would fill it in for you. And then sometimes I would do it and I would forget, like, um, it was, it was saying, se va. Uh-huh. It was asking me, se va. And so I type C E with a space and then V A. And then it was like eh, incorrect. And then it Saba. made me find, or yeah, not C E C A, right? Yeah. But then it made me find the C with the little oh, squiggly oh, under yes, it. And yes, I was right. like, oh well, it there wouldn't, it, it wouldn't do. That apparently was too much of a mistake. So right. I, I don't know what gives. Yes, yes. But yes, I've, I'm I'm on my way, furiously learning French. I think one episode you need to speak entirely in French yes. in this podcast. I'll do it next week. All okay. right, it's going to be a very short episode. <laughs> I will. I will be able to ask you your names, say that I'm from America, and where is the bathroom? And I can ask for. <laughs> Donde like, está la biblioteca? Exactly. I can ask for un baguette. Un baguette. Um, Escargot. But anyway, I, it it is interesting to like. What's What's great about it is that we work with so many French speaking people. Yeah. Some from Canada, some from actual France. Yep. You know, and so. Uh, I've always thought it was beautiful and and never had any intentions of learning French. But when the opportunity came up, I was kind of like, yeah, it's interesting. And I really find myself thinking a lot about it. Like find myself going like, I'm fascinated with people that are so fluent that they think in two languages. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I'm thinking in English, of course, always, and then going, okay, now how do I translate that into right, saying my name right. is Johnny, right? Just to try to remember things. Um but it's but it's fun to kind of you know have some people around backstage to bounce things sure. off of and to go okay I'm gonna practice this for the next two days and then I'm gonna come back to you and you're gonna tell me you know so it's good before we go gentlemen I would like to welcome a new member um Nubozo Nubozo yeah to our podcast uh, yeah. Sebastian Robbins Sebastian Robbins is his name it's a scoop name uh. yeah. Uh, but he, that's a total scoop name. Yeah, he, his real name is Sebastian Robbins. That's, I mean, that's pretty perfect. Yeah. He joined uh, us uh, via buy me a coffee. Oh, no! Oh. At the flask level, which is fifty dollars a year. Whoa! And he has a note. Good day, gents. I'm oh, assuming here he's we go. Australian. Why? <laughs> Slowly catching up. Up to episode 55. No, one. no, 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 no. Keep doing it in the Australian no, no, accent. No, 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 no. no, it's going to be better. Can't do it. Do it. Can't do it. Come Chicken. on, you can't. I don't, I don't do it. Come on, jump I in the pool. Do Just do it. Jump in the pool. <laughs> Slowly catching up 
to the 50, episode 55. Slowly catching up to the episode 55. Slowly catching up to the episode 55. <laughs> but wanted to thank you for the fantastic pod. Fantastic pod. Not only is it hilarious, uh, but listening to what you're eating and drinking in the earlier episodes is a constant stream of inspiration. Watching your junk each episode has also been a wealth of entertainment. Oh, good. Keep up the great work, unless the quality is dipped since episode 54, in which case, sort it out, boys. Yeah. Cheers. That's cute. And, and definitely Australian. Yeah. Sort it out. Sort it out. Cheers. That cheers. could be English. I mean... I guess Australia is English adjacent. Let's Pretty be much. honest. They, they sent them there because they didn't want them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No. Uh-huh. That's very nice. Thank you, Sebastian Robbins. Sabozo. Sabozo Robbins. Cuckoo-cachoo, Sabozo Robbins. There well, you here's go. Here's to you, there Mrs. You Robbins. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Sebastian. You're a superstar. Thank you very, That'll very much. That'll go to providing us lunch. Yep. Oh, speaking of buying us a coffee. Yeah. Go to Two Characters and a Clown, where you can see the link to buy us a coffee. Yeah. Helps helps uh, uh, fund our uh, baby charcuterie. Baby it's not, charcuterie. It's not, we're not, we're not doing that. It's not going to work. I don't know, man. Nom, 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 nom. It's got legs. The sh- sharks don't, sharks have don't have legs. Yeah. I've been reading Moby Dick long enough, though. Sharks don't have legs. <laughs> That's a shark is not a whale. According, according to that book, no, neither, but neither the, the captain. Oh, but when go. they 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 kill their first whale, which is not the big white whale. I don't know if it's a right whale or a sperm whale. Oh, I know the difference between a right whale and a sperm whale now. A right whale? Yeah, it's like two different kinds of whales. They call it the right whale oh. and a sperm whale. But anyway, they kill their first whale and they 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 cut the blubber off of it, you know, they, in like a coil thing, and they cut all the blubber off of it or whatever. They have this big whale. It's on the side of the ship because they catch it at night. And if they catch it in the middle of the night, sometimes uh, uh, doing all the stuff and having to cut the head off of it and getting all the oil and everything, all the blubber, it's such a long process. They don't want to do it in the middle of the night. They want to wait till the first of the morning to do it. So they tie it to the side of the ship. And when they tie it to the side of the ship, Keeps a bunch wet. of sharks oh. come oh, oh. over and are gnawing at the bottom of this huge whale. And so they have to try what? to kill the sharks in the middle of the night to keep the sharks off the whale. So that's how I know about <laughs> sharks. <laughs> See, the more you know. Keep the reading, kids. You know. Yet he still wants to jump in water every day. <laughs> yeah, man. It could be sharks biting at your balls. Yeah, not, at your, not at your, in the pool. At your taut, taut, taut scrotum. Taut scrotum. Maybe <laughs> my, my taut chlorini scrotum. Taut uh, chlorini. That's my new stripper name. Taut chlorini? Yeah. It's good. Oh yeah. All right. We did it, guys. I'm RJ. I'm Jimmy. <laughs> I'm Johnny. <laughs> Bye, kids. See ya. Love you, boys. Enjoy yourself. It's lighter than you think Enjoy yourself While you're still in the pink The years go by As quickly as a wink Enjoy yourself, enjoy yourself It's lighter than you think Come on now, you gotta have fun I don't like the bike, I don't like the treadmill I don't like an elliptical, I don't like the rowing machine I don't like any of it